It's that plant babe, plant babe. Ow! L A Rays, L D P. Ow! With all the smoke. It's that plant babe, plant babe. Even when you talk, it ain't over me. Hello, world, universe, everybody out there. This is Blonde Bay Podcast with your host, Candy Cubana, the hostess with the mostest. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I hope everyone is doing well. And yeah, let's get into the show. This show is very fresh, very new, and it's turning into a motivational podcast, I think, because I have a lot of motivational points and things like that so yeah let's get into it hey this is candy cubana if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain one it's free two there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer three Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Four, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Five, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. See you guys. Happy potting. So, anyways, so with that blood dog. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, she is back. Hello, world, universe, Kenny Cubana, and this thing go. Welcome to Blonde Bay Podcast. Hope all is well with everyone. It is Cinco de Mayo. Yes, yes, round of applause. You got your cold drinks, you got your brews, you got your mota. You got your, your, your necessities, your food You guys are partying, you guys are chilling, riding out, barbecuing Going to cookouts, going to parties, whatever you doing I'm working But I'm, I'm, I'm turning up on the low though but Always working maybe Mama got a hustle This week has been a busy one Copacetic, slow-mo, but yet busy Went to work, made my coins, had to provide for the dream. Investing in your dream is something very important because nobody really believes in you and your dream like you do. So you got to invest and go and get it. 
Your dreams are yours. Your passion is yours, and nobody can take that from you. Now, last week's episode was intense and special, and I'm so proud of that episode eight, Dark Victories. That Nipsey and DMX tribute was well needed. So shout out to everyone keeping their names and legacies alive. Time is approaching where I am doing one more episode after this, and I'm going to take a break and get ready for the launch to the endeavors of other things I got going on. So I'm excited to start these other projects and share them with the world. <laughs> I got some music I'm putting out, an EP, a mixtape, if you, if you will, a little razzle-dazzle. But yeah, I have been working on this project, it seems like, forever, but... I've learned that great things, they take time, you know, um, no easy bake oven microwave shit, you know, more like oven and, oh man, a lot of cooking. And also I put in, I put it on hold due to real life events, but it's time, it's time. So I will be working diligently on my music after the 10th episode. And like I said, I'm going to take a brief hiatus just to get some other things wrapped up and promote this first season on social media and go crazy all over the web just go crazy shouty just promo 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 you guys going hard in the paint um because honestly bluntly i just been dropping it i share it to my socials and facebook groups and i know anchor does their thizzle by sharing the podcast in the streaming world so shout out to anchor now this week i wanted to touch on something serious before the homage celebration always life topics social topics catching up in real talk with some knowledge in the midst of humor somehow those are some of the ingredients of the blunt bay podcast now this week, um, episode nine, Nina, Niner, I wanted to touch on the dangers and stories of rideshare and delivery drivers. Now, as I was browsing the web and came across some disturbing stories, of course, so let's get to it. It was reported that a man in Denton, Texas was hired to take a late night trip of a $100 bottle of cognac to an apartment complex. He met a stocky man who gave a name that didn't match an ID, didn't match the name of the order. So the delivery man had hiccups about giving them the bottle. So he called the support team that angered the man. So the man and his three friends ordered him to give them the bottle. So under the app's supervisor direction or permission, I guess, the supervisor was still on the phone and he gave him the bottle. The delivery man sped off before the situation escalated. I bet he did. He also felt unsafe delivering to an apartment where a female delivery driver once was killed back in January of uh, 2021. So he now doesn't want to work past a certain time which is 9 p.m and he is heavily considering getting a gun hmm very interesting folks 
There was also other cases in Dallas, a man named Timothy Allen and a woman named Ryan Graham. Both of the food and Amazon delivery drivers were killed while working an honest job. She was a mother of three and he was a musician, piano player, whose money was affected because of the pandemic. So he decided to drive on the side. Y'all, this is sad. I'm sure there is more. This is all reported from uh, Yahoo NBC News. Yes, I got a Yahoo account. Don't be judging me. I also have a couple of Gmails too. So if you want to write into the show and get a special shout out or whatever across these airwaves, email bluntbabe2k at gmail. That's bluntbabe2k at gmail. Anyway, shameless plug. Remembering to always be a promo mole, but make it all make sense, sis. It's been reported that delivery drivers have one of the most dangerous jobs in the country, and it's gotten worse. Yikes. You know, with, with all that just reported, plus the traffic, the weather conditions, road hazards hazardous people on the road it is extremely dangerous actually and i also find myself in these type of jobs very daredevil-esque uh but yeah these stories man excuse the dog barking in the back it's not my dog it's the neighbor's dog acoustics so um there has been a spike in carjackings in chicago San Diego, carjackings more than double, and Washington, carjackings more than quadrupled. All this within the last year or so. Vehicles were stolen in Cincinnati, examining that a lot of these cars were left running and were delivery drivers, estimating them to be 26 out of 38 cases reported. Wowzers. 26 out of 38. Okay. Yeah, that's something to think about there. To all the drivers of the world, I'm talking to you. Okay, I am you. Now it gets tragic with some of these cases, but information is power, so maybe we can all learn from this. In New York City, Francisco Ventanillo, a delivery driver, was killed after he refused to give up his e-bike in which he needed to work. Now that sounds believable and pathetic. Like, what the fuck is an e-bike? I had to look it up, ladies and gents, and it is a rechargeable battery bike that can travel up to 25 to 45 kilometers, kilometers um, I believe, km. Much faster than a human leg can cycle, I'm sure. Getting you to your destination quicker and better in shape. In a nutshell, they offer low-cost energy, sufficient, and emission-free transportation, which also has physical and health benefits. Hmm. Now, that sounds great and fantastic, and I even looked at what the e-bikes was even going for. And it's from about $400 to $2,300. Bucks. That, I've seen these bikes priced at. Now, may Francisco rest in peace condolences to his family but i'm not dying for no motherfucking e-bike and i hope y'all out there is listening give up whatever they want 
give it to them. Your life is way more priceless. You can get it back. Jewelry, cars, shoes, purses. Yeah, you can replace that. You can replace your life. Just like I can't replace this dog shutting the fuck up right now in my podcast. (laughs) All right, so um, another man... Muhammad Anwar, a food delivery driver, died at the hands of two teenage girls who used a stun gun. Um, I read about this recently. So it is Cinco de Mayo, you guys. And I'm not trying to, you know, be a pooper, pooper, pooper. But I just want to talk about some of these stories. Because these stories are very, um, they're very... I don't mean to be lit, but they're very um, interesting. So just to know what's going on. So another man, Muhammad Anwar, he was 66, a food delivery driver, um, died at the hands of two teenage girls who used a stun gun on him during a carjacking in Washington. Days earlier, Javier Ramos, Ramos, a rideshare driver was shot in the head and killed after a passenger carjacking after 3 a.m. So you guys can look these names up. Mohammed Anwar and Javier Ramos. These were rideshare drivers. These were delivery drivers. These were people that needed side gig funds to fund their life. These were mothers and um this is just sad this there were fathers <laughs> i mean you know they were somebody's significant other i'm sure just families left behind over senseless acts there's this case that got to me um on february 6th of this year i'm assuming jeffrey fang 39, a food delivery driver in San Francisco. Um, This pissed me off. Um, He left his silver Honda Odyssey running, his minivan running while he made a delivery. And everything sounds cool, right? Except the fact... Except the fact that he left his four-year-old and his two-year-old daughter and son who spoke no other language but their own there wasn't english another language and when jeffrey returned to his van he found a strange man sitting in the driver's seat what in the fuck reports say jeffrey dragged the man of course who then snatched jeffrey's phone out of the car so jeffrey chased the man for his phone Jeffrey lost the man and was a little distance from his van. When he returned to the van, the van was gone and the children were gone. The children in the vehicle were recovered later, unharmed though. Well, that was a good ending news to know. And by the way, what are you doing taking the kids, the little bitty babies out, leaving them unattended? I mean, anything can happen and... It did, but luckily they're not a hashtag. Jesus. 
Jesus, Jesus. Jesus take the will. Yeah, I'm bumping on this on this thing with the mile, you guys. I'm gonna listen to these stories, man. What y'all know about this? <laughs> so, like, Jesus, please take the will with these with these people. So, so, all these gory and horrible stories to go through, and like I said, these are these are just a few. I've been driving and delivering on certain platforms for years, off and on, and. When I had a quote-unquote regular job to completely working on my business, and I have mastered a few things doing that. Now, with all this new stuff now where you can deliver alcohol, cannabis, prescriptions, I'm not opposed to carrying. Yes, gun-toting, pistol-popping. Now, I think these platforms should really and highly consider the interest of their workers if their lives are in danger. They should not be punished or penalized for protecting their own life, especially on your platforms. I also feel like driving classes, drinking classes, karate classes, cooking classes, dance classes, regular school classes, swimming classes. There should be gun classes, farm classes, hunting classes, shit like that. For the inner cities. I think there should be a youth program. Like a YMCA back in the days type of thing. And they take kids to a bus ride. And they go out hunting and stuff. Like I went and shot bow and arrows. And rode horses when I was little at the YMCA. Like we need more of those type of recreational parks. For kids and the youth and the teenagers to do things farm farming learning how to farm and plant we need it um where are all the the ymcas the parks the after school activities for the youth shit some of these adults need a program <laughs> to get on because they not doing shit either just strolling the ground trying to one up the next buy some shit you can't afford flex rent money pose and act like you having fun child bull what kind of shit is that what kind of shit is that we need gun classes courses and certificates and i think i'm with that i'm not scared of guns i'm scared of stupid motherfuckers with guns and trigger happy motherfuckers with guns that's the issue so my outtake and solutions to the problem is if you scared go to church <laughs> pray a lot Nah, but don't drive for any companies if you're an anxiety, timid, scared type of person. Leave it alone in general. It's not for everybody. And that's okay. Now, personally, bluntly, what I do now is I don't, or I haven't drove for a rideshare company in a while, so I don't pick up people per se. I do deliveries. Uh, that eliminates a lot of... Um, one-on-one -on -one contact method. I don't have anyone in my car ever anymore, especially um, since COVID hit. Then boom, I'm a woman when I used to drive on the strip. I would see women, cab drivers all the time. Now I say, 
around the strip because when it would get dark, I would try to stay around all the light, the lit areas. You know, it makes sense, right? When you're surrounded by all these people, you feel safe. Well, I only did that a couple nights because the money was flowing so good. I didn't want to stop. Plus, they try to trick you with that extra bonus money. If you drive some extra trips, you get extra money, <laughs> promo money. So you be out there like a hoe on the blade. Like, I got to get this promo money before it expire type shit. <laughs> the real ride shares know what I'm talking about. All the drivers, child, it don't be worth it all the time. Because I swear, you be needing one or two more rides to reach your goal. And that shit might take three hours, bitch. Like, really? I've been pinging all day once I'm down to one ride left. It's Jimmy Crickets. <laughs> the ride share community, no. I ain't lying. That's my shit. Blunt Bay Podcast. All my Chico Chicanas. Anyway. That was my five minute little rant. My top solutions. Because you know I don't like to just rant. I like to give solutions. Advice. Because I love my freedom and independency of making your own schedule and the possibility of tips and promo money. Baby, I'm in. I listen to all kinds of music I want to listen to. Take pee breaks when I want to. Lunch breaks when I want to. No boss breathing down my neck. No hating ass bitches on the sideline. No uh sneaky conniving brown nosing co-workers plotting on you. Trying to get you out of there. And... Yeah, it's refreshing and a wonderful feeling, and I still get paid. <laughs> That's why I do it. I'm more towards deliveries of people sending large amounts of money at a time, so that reads out a lot of the the riffraff. I'm in the the good communities. I'm not taking five to ten dollar orders. I'm just saying. Then I work around nice, clean, safe communities. Cause guess what? On some of these apps, you can choose the area in which you want to work. So I can take orders from anywhere, cancel if there's a problem. I try my best not to be working after nine. Just like old boy in the uh, rideshare story. He doesn't work past nine. And he's a man. So I feel him. Uh, basically, when all the normal business stores close... That's when I head home too. And that's when all women should head home. I'm never out in the wee hours of the night doing anything for that matter. So I'm saying these things because I'm in the field. I know how it is and we gotta protect ourselves. So if something is off, trust your gut. Learn how to shoot, fight, karate classes, self-defense. I'm with all that shit. Women empowerment. Women protect themselves. Drive and deliver in better communities. And in the daytime, the freaks come out at night, y'all. It's not just a song. And if you are being robbed, listen to me. 
if you are being robbed, give it up. Don't give up your life. It's not worth it. You can get another bike, another car, another wallet, another phone. You cannot get another life. Stay safe out there. To all my rideshare driver, driver communities, even if you're a trucker, the truckers out there, shout out, <laughs> hung hung. We gotta stick together, stay safe, look out and keep our heads on a swivel. That's once what my daddy told me. Cause we're constantly dealing with the streets, like literally, like literally. <laughs> yep, my daddy told me that, keep your head on the swivel. So you can see everything. Oh wait. Let's light up and blaze up for that one. Yeah, man. Drivers, we work hard. Happy Cinco to you guys. Be safe out there. No drinking and driving, y'all. That shit is out. All right? Hardworking drivers out there. We are essential workers and highly underrated people. But I'm giving us our flowers now. So stay safe, ladies and gentlemen. We need y'all. They need us. I deliver diapers. Man, all kind of shit. But anyway, so this West Coast homage episode was tingling in my bones, y'all. I've been thinking about this episode for a minute. Like, I've been thinking about it for a while. Y'all know I love my underdogs. <laughs> y'all know I love my West Coast underdogs. <clears throat> Underrated. But never faded, motherfuckers. So we gonna water these plants today, baby. Yes. It's a two for one deal, baby. And this thing, though, they like P&J, Shaq and Kobe for the West. But we shall start with one the one oh my goodness let me hit this one more time cause y'all ready on this Cinco de Mayo episode special holiday episode my two amigos first up OG Gunshots. Stand up. Get up. Get it for the one and only slept on West Coast Legends. The one and only DJ motherfucking Quick. Government name David Marvin Blake. Yes. DJ motherfucking Quick. You know I had to do it. Shout out, boy. What's up? What's up? 
Yo, listen, let's get to it. Born January 18th, 1970, is an American rapper, songwriter, DJ, and music producer. Known for his production in the G-Funk style of West Coast hip-hop, Quick has collaborated with figures such as Snoop Dogg, Corrupt, Tupac, Eric Sermon, Shaq, among others. Countless, countless others, y'all. Do your Googles. David's stage name, Quick, reflects his ability to produce records in a short period of time. Top hits including Dollars and Cents, Tonight, Born and Raised in Compton, and Just Like Compton. In his early life, Quick was inspired by funk and soul artists like George Clinton and Roger Troutman. Uh, I.e. fun fact. Roger taught Quick how to use the talk box, which became a trademark throughout his sound. A.K.A. computer love. Auto-tune. Quick began selling homemade mixtapes, one in particular, The Red Tape, in 1987 after receiving a turntable in eighth grade. He began doing shows DJing around Southern Cali. Shout out. So y'all already know that it was lit. It was uh, a little too lit because many of the shows would end in rival gang related altercations. Due to the fact he was a member of the West Side Treetop Pauru. For those that don't know what the fuck that is, it's a blood game in LA. Sidebar, I think Quick said he was the first to ever actually bang on wax. So check the pedigree facts, y'all. I'm not debating shit. <laughs> Anyways, I was a baby and I wasn't there, bitch. I'm just the messenger. Now, as we learned, Quick was, and probably still is, a G-ass nigga, so yeah, he got into some disputes with other local rappers from different neighborhoods, typical 80s and early 90s gangbanging shit. I don't want to get into that, y'all. Y'all can do your Googles, but right here is a celebration, bitches. <laughs> Let's focus on the positivity, because clearly, Quick was with all the smoke. And that's respectable. I'm glad he made it out all that bullshit, though. So let's water some of these plants and flowers, shall we? Quick did a few movies and TV appearances, starting with films he was in. 2003, Visualism, The Art of Sound and Division. 2006, Keeping Up with the Steins. 2010, Malice in Wonderland. TV shows. 2004, he played on Method Man's Redman show. 2005, he played Entourage. Um, I love that show. 2007, Everybody Hates Chris. Love that show. Now, his studio albums. His studio albums, y'all. This is a producer extraordinaire. He was, he was a bop. Now, his studio albums were all bops and slappers. Let's run down the disarc. 91, Quick is the name. 92, Way Too Funky. 95, Safe and Sound. 98, Rhythmalism. 2000, Balance and Options. 2002, Under the Influence. 2005, Trauma. 2011, The Book of David. 
2014, The Midnight Life, with two collaboration albums, one with Corrupt in 2009, Blackout, and one with Problem in 2017, Rosecrans. That shit slap. In which I heard that I, I fucks with Problem. Shout out his music. So Quick has been working diligently since the 80s, y'all. Like, it's looking like, yes sir. We don't even have to get into the countless, numerous produced tracks that he's given out to hundreds of artists, I'm sure. Oh my. Think about it, let's just clap, let's just like one of them. Diligently since the 80s. What is it? Yeah, it's looking like okay. Some artists, I'm sure, we probably uh, don't even would ever realize, even think like a West Coast gangster quick. He's so eclectic that he can produce for like a Lady Gaga, a Celine Dion, shit that'll stun you, <laughs> this thing is astonishing, okay, these youngins can sleep on you quick, alright, Candy, Candy, Candy know what's up, <clears throat> we celebrate quick here, we can't get into the backstories of all the linguistics, linguistics, linguini, the lasagna of your upbringing, in um career but we honor you here at the blunt bait podcast they only giving you a couple awards bro that's some haters 1992 he was nominated favorite rap hip-hop artist in 2012 he won biggest celebrity dj so that was dope you deserve so much more so, I hope this little podcast is a global extension of homage for you, David. Another fun fact. He produced Truth Hurts. He's so contagious. Intelligent. Addictive. Like I said, we would probably be shocked in all of DJ Quick's productions. Shout out to you, King David, Blake. We love you and crown you over here, King, as one of the pioneers of West Coast hip-hop, period. You will and forever remain stamped and certified in the stone now. Kings recognize kings as well as queens recognize kings. So on Quick's musical journey, he later discovered the one and only. Y'all ain't feeling me. Y'all crazy as hell. Y'all crazy fuck. <laughs> Y'all don't know who this nigga is, but it's time to get ignorant real quick. Kings recognize kings, queens recognize queens, queens recognize kings, kings recognize queens. All that. He later discovered the one and only rap lyrical miracle, abstract, not hilarious, clever, witty. Legendary. 
my partner, Sugar Free. Sugar, sugar, sugar free, y'all. This, this, this guy right here. Shout out, clap it up. Round of applause, standing ovation for my nigga Sugar Free. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, um, Dewan Walker is an American rapper pimp from Pomona. He was a pimp turned rapper in 1997. He is a pimp. Like Google, like Google even know this shit. It says it. As, okay. So Free was born in Gardena, California, raised in Oakland, but later became based in Pomona. Didn't know that. Fun fact. He began his professional rapping career working with DJ Quick on his debut album, Street Gospel. Classic. Legend. Released in 97. It peaked at number 37 on the Billboard Top R&B and Hip Hop album charts. It was seen as a street classic. And it was free. You went crazy on that shit, bro. The DJ Quick production on the album was considered refreshing quick incorporated elements of jazz funk rhythm and blues and even some rock and roll to create instrumentals that caught the ears of many listeners it was said that sugar free the street gospel album was recorded in 28 days yeah and for it to be a cult classic all in a short under a month period of time round of applause for these gentlemen for just creating timeless fire. Yes. yes, yes. Now, let's continue to water this garden. Sugar Free made guest appearances on exhibits Restless and Snoop's The Last Meal in 2000 and released a second album in 2004, The New Testament, which peaked at number 72 on Billboard 200. Just at Water followed in 2006. Described by All Music, Just at Water may not be the complete handbook to being a pimp, but it certainly is a kind of missive of the life of Sugar Free. The album saw Sugar described as charismatic and funny with a rapid, fire yet conversational style by Chicago Tribune. After a 10-year break, Sugar Free released the album, The Resurrection, on May 5th, 2019. Okay, so, let's run down Sugar Sugar's Dissog. Ladies and Gents, Boom, 97, Street Gospel. 2004, The Testament. 2006, Just Add Water. 2007, Sunday School. 2008, Smell My Finger, 2009, High Power Pimpin', and 2019, The Resurrection. He has collaboration albums, uh, 2012, Thunder and Lightning, Pimpin' Young, 2014, Pimp Slap with Jay Steez, 2015, Blood Makes You Related, Loyalty Makes You Family with Pimpin' Young. He also has co compilation albums in 2000, The Connected Project, Volume 1, 2006, The Features, Volume 1 and 2, 2011, Why You Still Bullshitting, The Best of Sugar Free, and 2021, a Group Therapy Project, which 
is this year. So shut out. Shut out sugar free. So I'm gonna have to go check that out. But y'all, these guys have been working. They've been working. I mean, Free took a 10-year break, but his guest appearances and collabs fill in those gaps on other artists. So extensive. It could actually carry him over a little bit. So no lie, he really hasn't taken a break. Like he puts his albums out. He put out an album in 97, then from 98. And then on up, he's been doing features. I can date on his music timeline. He maybe had one or two years where he didn't have a song out with somebody else, if not his own. Shit, you know what I'm saying? So you can check his pedigree facts yourself. Do your Googles. David and Dewan. These these niggas' birthdays are right after one another. Both are born and raised in Cali. Both West Coast assassins. Seriously. See, I gotta give it up. And I love to give it up to the silent killers. The, 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 the snipers. The quiet moms. The underestimated. There is a special place in my heart for us, y'all. I love us. And I'm going to rep us. <laughs> that will be the name of this episode. Sniper Kings. Because they both are some silent motherfucking killers. Especially quick. That man has produced so many and some, some, he doesn't get his credit. He doesn't. And I heard that he is out here on a tangent and a rampage to get his coins and his credit. So pay that man, give him his credit and give him his money. Because he has produced a lot since the 80s. Give that man his shit. Don't play. We gotta stick up for our own. We gotta, we gotta do that, y'all. So, y'all, listen, that man, yeah, he doesn't get the credit because of the lega the legalities of things. So, shout out to these King Snipers. I'm going to call them because, I'm going to call them that because they silently be doing their thing. It's like I'm with, I'm with the info. info. If you know, you know. If you do your research, you might get it. You might get all this stuff, so. Also, fun fact, within a black history fact sugar free and i follow each other on ig so <laughs> shout out to sugar free you don't only pimp i actually really like my nigga and like respect as a big uncle or brother or some shit because some of y'all be annoying as fuck sugar know the pimps i'm talking about like yuck <laughs> i'm happy you tapped in to your other musical gifts and found a, a new way and thank you quick for not being a hater and giving people chances because that's what real kings do and that's what it's about and they really deserve it we really deserve the chance you know what i'm saying thank you to all my listeners you guys y'all 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 been y'all been rocking with me i love y'all and i'm gonna do a movie um on some movie shit real quick hey um I did a um, movie report, movie shit, on some movie shit. The last one was, I think it was like, set it off. So it's been a while. Um, on the Streets of LA with Blair Underwood and Louis Gazette. Gazette? It's an older um, actor. Very seasoned older actor. Blair Underwood. Shout out. 
shout out to you i never seen this movie before but um y'all know i'm a movie connoisseur you know i'm a collector i'm a collector i'm a collectible i love collecting west coast old shit no but um i saw this movie it's called on the streets of la um it was it came out in 93 i was young as fuck and I just made some keynotes here. So let me go down the list with y'all. I'm going to let y'all go real quick. Thank y'all for tuning in with me. I'm going to let y'all go. But this movie is actually really good content. Um, Blair lost his mom. He really has no backstory with her there. Um, he ends up in prison with his father. He's a hothead. He's mad. He's bitter, bro. He's angry, bro. This nigga. Oh, my God. Oh, you talking about people when they daddy not being there and they just mad at the world he's that times a hundred okay he don't want to listen to nobody he almost gets killed in jail daddy is an og boss nigga he saved his ass in the shower literally um in jail the jail wants to send him home on probation and his daddy so they end up living together so first they end up in jail together and then now they end up in a halfway house together. Right? They three miles away from the old neighborhood where they got in trouble in the first place. So if you go back to your old neighborhood, everybody knows. Ding ding. Okay? That's your ass. It's like they could pick a further halfway house. You would think. Right? But no, 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 no. That's the system, baby. So, them living together as son and father, to me, and they wanted to put them together. To me, this is some movie shit. This is some movie shit. If I ain't never seen it before, it's like, I don't know. It's like a setup. Like, they wanted them to mess up, possibly, but it's like better than being in jail. But they had like a 10 o'clock curfew and, you know, they couldn't drink or anything. It was like jail, but freedom, you know, weird. So anyway, to me, I never seen it before, but it was a good, um, it was a good movie. <laughs> Blair, he got on my nerve. He got on my fucking nerve. The end story is it was very emotional. You know, I'm not going to tell y'all everything about it. It's an old ass movie, but good content good content for the west coast we keep some gangster shit in the tub but um and <laughs> fun facts another fun fact real quick uh blair was in the other movie review where um it was some movie shit you know the fact that he didn't snitch on jada and uh, ride her out to the feds <laughs> at his bank that was some movie shit <laughs> But I mean, like, for quick and sugar-free, these niggas make you feel like you got to get your shit tight and come correct. Like, I had to get fresh and fly today for the Cinco de Mayo, for the podcast, for my ninjas, the homage celebration, the kings. I had to do my hair, <laughs> nails, give myself, give myself a facial, uh, spray the good shit, bitch. I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. I mean, y'all can check the flicks out on uh, Candy underscore Cubana on IG. But yeah, they make you put on for the city because 
yeah that good shit not the shit for bed but yeah i love them i love them and also you guys be careful out there for the cinco de mayo for memorial day um fourth of july all these holidays coming up um, I lost a family friend um, a few years back. His name was Marvin. So rest in peace to Marvin. He was a family friend and like a play brother to me. So I'm going to light one up for Marvin. And that's for sure. He was killed by a drunk driver um, on his way to work at the bus stop in LA. So you guys, yeah, this shit is serious. How about you watch where the fuck you're going and get an Uber. Get an Uber. Catch a cab. Or just stay the fuck home altogether. But innocent lives are taken because of your reckless actions. So yes. Rest in peace to all the people that we've lost due to nonsense um, drunk drivers. Rest, rest, reckless accidents you know people not thinking and people just trying to have fun it's not fun when people have to mourn their loved one okay but this is not a sad podcast this is a celebration but this is a reminder you guys to be safe drink responsibly please smoke responsibly function responsibly please for the sake of everyone else Thank you to all my listeners. Right into the show if you want to. Um, I want y'all emails. I want y'all letters. I want y'all feedback, y'all comments, y'all suggestions, y'all reviews, y'all support, y'all love, whatever y'all want to give me. Y'all hate. Tell me what you don't like then. Tell me what I can imp- improve on then since you know everything. At bluntbabe2k at gmail. Bluntbabe2k at gmail. Y'all can't spell bluntbabe. I don't know. More things to come. <laughs> Favorite the podcast. Support black businesses. Good black businesses. I love who love me for being unapologetically me. And also repping the West and respecting the culture and keeping my foot on the gas and my foot on people's necks i'm feeling like if you don't respect the culture get the fuck up out of it thanks signing off management bitch blonde babe